What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. Today's episode, we are speaking to the team behind Mirai Creation. So let's start with you. Um, maybe you can just give us a little simple introduction. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so yeah, we're, we are an uh, anime project. I like to say we're an anime project with a purpose. Um, to And that purpose is decentralizing animation production and replacing production committees. And we're doing that through uh, popularizing a manga that will then lead into an animated series. And then we're going to be pushing that on both Web 2 and Web 3 platforms um, and eventually building out a hub. So, yeah, the uh, the anime, the manga, actually, the first chapter is about 60 pages. And we've just continued building that as we're going. And uh, it's, it's uh, actually pretty much complete. Um so the first uh, chapter will actually be released um, about, we might do it during the PFP Mint. We might do it immediately after. Uh, not 100% yet. More details to come on that. But it's going to be very quickly after the PFP Mint. The manga itself will be coming out. And that'll be dropping uh, both on uh, Amazon and Comixology. And then we've got some media placements for like Crunchyroll, Hulu, Disney that'll be running. And then, uh, and then we're going to be doing a mint as well. And, and basically, holders of the PFP are going to be able to mint the manga, and they'll be able to do that for free. Uh, and then we've got, you know, four other. The idea is, you know, we want people to come in, um, be able to mint the PFP initially, and then from there continue to get value and benefits. So after they mint the initial PFP, there's going to be about four additional mints, and those are all going to be free mints, and that's going to be two manga mints so two chapters of the manga and then there'll be two additional character mints as well i see so uh pretty pretty much uh you guys talked through the whole process of before min during min and after min which is really great because in in these days uh current market once people mean they definitely will ask the questions like what's the next next thing uh as a holder and if you guys are prepared for it then that's great yeah, for sure, man. That's that's one of the things that we wanted to really make sure that we're executing on because we do have it is a long term goal, right? And it's you know, it's a lofty goal of decentralization and we we plan to do a series, we've planned to build a decentralized hub and you know, these things are going to take time and money and we don't want to tell people to wait one year while we build this, right? So um, <laughs> so we wanted to show up front that we have the chops to do it, right? So that's why we wanted to, we wanted to make sure we had the first chapter of the manga already completed, let people see the dope art. Like, it's legit, you know, it's a legit manga. Like, I'd put it up against certainly anything in Web3, and, and, and you know, I think it could go on Shonen Jump tomorrow, right? So, so yeah, that was important to us, and we've, we basically structured it out so that there's something happening every 30 days as we're building this. And there's going to be a mint for you. There's going to be a new manga release. And there's going to be something so that we're never just sitting and telling you, hey, wait for us to, to build this thing and cross your fingers, right? Yeah. And so how is the team adapting in the current market conditions? Oh, that's been fun. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's it's been good actually. You know, for us, um, we've we've never been in a place where we're trying to hurry up and mint, or that we need to mint quickly to get our money back, or, or to try and get rich. You know, it's uh, it's always been something where, you know, we've been through multiple anime metas where everybody loves anime and then everybody you know hates it like so you know it's 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 been something where we've been prepared to wait until the time is right and you know luckily myself the other founder uh our core team um we're all in a place where we're not relying on revenue from this to live or to you know be okay or to eat so we're able to wait and that's what we've done. Like when the when the bear market hit, uh, we we got together and said, you know, and it's it's the 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 cliche cliche term, right? Let's just keep building, and that's what we did. And we just kept creating the manga. Um, and luckily, we've got a really dedicated and loyal team behind us that's uh, that that's all in. So it's really just been us kind of building in the background. And you know, as of late, we've started to get some more attention, and, and things are kicking up a little again. So it's good to see that. I uh, love to see people getting excited about it. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how we've been adapting, and and it's been okay for us. You know, like I said, we're not in a, we're not in a rush to mint. We want to do it when the time is right for us and the community, and that we can have longevity for the project. Yeah, definitely a, a strong point right there is because you know, like a, a lot of teams out there currently um, to to defeat the meta or you know to adapt. They, they do like free means and stuff but I think one thing is really important is that if if it's not just everything and the project has like funding like what you said then they are able to build first and then you know reap the rewards later so it's pretty interested and pretty interesting that you said that you know um, you guys uh, donate, donate this um, you know um, to kickstart everything so let's go back to like your team experience how do you even you know uh, meet are you guys like real life friends with uh, the designer no, actually, uh, so, so yeah, my name, my name is, uh, I'm Amplify, um, or Dustin Klein is my real name. Um, and, and we're all doxxed on the website and check us out. Uh, but I, I'm, uh, I come from a marketing background, so I've got 12 plus years as, as, uh, digital marketing and, uh, currently the director of digital marketing and media at a, uh, a big entertainment and hospitality agency out here in Las Vegas. Um, so that's where my my uh, my background comes from. I've got a lot of connections in terms of you know uh, media, um, such as Hulu, Crunchyroll, a lot of these places where I've got direct connections and lead-ins from there from from the work we've done with them, as well as you know yep. my own kind of platforms I built out. And then Arathin, who's the you know I I got into Web three like last. Uh, God, time is just kind of all meshed together, bro. Um, <laughs> like a year, about a year ago, I guess, and like. You know, I started like I was instantly hooked and just going nuts and, and you know, obsessed. And then I met Arathan through, I think, the NFT Academy, actually, is where we connected uh, for the first time. Oh, Arathan's here if you want to pull him up. But, uh, um, yeah, we connected through the NFT Academy. And, like, at the time, I had just come off the uh, Freaks and Guilds Mint, which was pretty successful at the time. It sold out. It was a good mint. And, and I had a lot of people hit me up for marketing and uh Arithin, you know hit me up and we started talking and like he showed me he already had like some pfp stuff and then he he told me about the story that he'd already written this hundred twenty thousand word novel and he showed me that and told me about his goals to decentralize and like i was like wow so you actually have a purpose like you're actually trying to do something with web3 and yeah. not just have a pretty picture which you know is fine but like 
so that's that's what really attracted and then we just we kind of you know came together and and he's got the you know the art and the uh the manga experience and the anime experience and while i love all those things you know i'm i'm kind of basic he's a connoisseur and I've got the marketing background. So we just, we started building it together and then we brought on, you know, some great people to the core team, like Miko Miko from, uh, um, uh, bitch, uh, Bitcoin, uh, miners. And then, uh, um, and lady K from creeps, um, and a few others. And we've actually got a pretty big team. I mean, in total, I think we're like 15 core teams four. so yeah, we just kind of came together organically and, 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 and vibed and, uh, started building it pretty cool hey Ayrton hey how's it going <laughs> I sorry if you hear any wind in the background there's like three fans in my room going off but uh, <laughs> it's boiling here in Canada I see no um, it's, it's pretty much okay for, for you maybe you can uh, start off by also introducing yourself and a little bit of your background yeah so uh, my name's Alex Paul uh, Ayrton is just my uh, my catchy name <laughs> and um uh, basically, I uh, run a, a business at the moment, not related to anime, but I've always been uh, extremely passionate about animation in general. Uh, I applied for the uh, Vancouver Film School shortly after high school, uh, got accepted to that, and uh, decided to turn away from uh, the the standard process of going to school for a degree in like an art kind of um, uh, background because of what a lot of arts places are looking for, which is just your experience, not necessarily your degree. And I really uh, felt like that uh, the industries in general, in film, anything to do with art really, but especially in the anime industry, were really getting slighted by uh, the centralized system that they have. And essentially... Um, I, I only came in here halfway through um, Ample talking, but essentially with the anime industry, uh, there is a heavy focus on having these production studios uh, create these uh, works of art, uh, the anime that we all enjoy. Uh, they, they'll pick up uh, manga and, and uh, light novels and so on uh, to run their stories off of. And then what happens is that the centralized organizations, which is the production committees, basically take all the profits from that and only give the minimum back to the artists. And that's what I really wanted to fix uh, in this. And that's what a lot of, well, uh, our, their entire team has uh, has come to realize the, the struggles in that industry and what decentralization can really do for it. Yeah, I, I think definitely for me, I'm also one person that always... Uh, reads a lot of manga and stuff like that and one thing i realized is that a lot of mangas um they they, they started out pretty good the storyline is good but usually after probably uh, the first series or second series i i get you know i read it reading in the forum says that you know they don't have enough funding they, they cannot stop uh, producing so i think that where comes in um, of what you said just now whereby there's a lot of good storylines out there but it's because they are kind of decentralized and being controlled by the publishing studios and stuff like that. So it really kind of take away their creativity and also the funding, and they can't really move forward, right? Exactly. That is that is basically exactly the problem. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what we're, we're aiming to fix uh, with our new system. 
Uh, and then we're going to be, we already have been in contact with an anime studio in Japan. Uh, and we're trying to expand uh, that network into gathering more and more so that we can start having them essentially fund themselves without the need for the production com committee so that all the profits that they get from merchandising, uh, from uh, uh, viewership and networks and so on and so forth go directly to the studio rather than through this middleman, which takes upwards of 90, even 100% of the profits, and they've already paid off the studio, and they basically say, screw off, <laughs> just make us more stuff. Yeah, so talking about uh, the mangas, what, what is the idea behind, um, you know, creating the, the lore? So I, I, I read uh, a few about, you know, how it started, uh, because your, your Twitter is pretty much, um, you just tease a little bit I uh, saw this character getting in the car uh, a guy and a girl and then you know they said that this is like the number seven or six so that whole storyline um, is already prepared and is like in series one or you or you have like you know series one two three and ongoing yeah so when it comes down to the novel the novel is I uh complete for the first draft uh, it's already gone through most of a second draft and also the third draft so that's almost actually ready to publish itself uh, the manga itself uh, is based off of that novel and what happens when it comes down to converting a uh, a light novel into a manga series into an anime series is that uh, the each novel typically is between three to five chapters of a manga so we we really have three to five chapters at the moment, uh, which we could we could definitely do five with the material that we have. Uh, the first chapter is pretty much ready to publish within like the next couple of weeks. And uh, and that's all before Mint 2. Uh, as, as Ample had mentioned before, we wanted to build something uh, before everyone was ready to mint <laughs> to show yeah. that we can actually uh, provide this. this well, what, what I really love, what Amber said is that, you know, you guys, after, after the minting, you guys have prepared like, you know, mint number two, number three, three mints and stuff. So holders or Genesis holders, one of the benefit is it that, you know, they are able to mint the manga itself or the manga will be free for the holders. It's actually going to be free to mint for the holders. So we have the uh, the original collection, uh, and then anyone who's holding onto that original collection will get the uh, manga as a free to mint. Um, it's not going to be airdropped for this one, but it will be free to mint uh, for anyone who's a holder. Yep. So uh, maybe we can uh, talk a little bit about your lore. Um, how do you even come up with an idea? Because, you know... In, in terms of, you know, creating a whole universe, a storyline, and how the storyline uh, matures, it, it's something pretty intense. Is it something reflecting your own personal life, or is it just an idea that, you know, one day you thought about it? So, <laughs> when it comes down to writing in general, uh, it's very different for, uh, for the writer. So, one person might struggle to find a, uh, a story, and they'll plan out everything before they can finish it, uh, I'm very much the opposite, where I'll have uh, the story pretty much entirely in my head. Uh, like, I have about five or six novels planned, uh, and the first uh, the first draft of the first uh, book 
I was only like I basically sat down and I wrote the entire thing uh, within the few weeks kind of thing. Uh, but the struggle is making that first draft into something that's more readable <laughs> and going into second draft and so on and so forth. So when it comes down to the creativity of the the story, uh, what I really get inspired by is, uh, is, is people's struggles because there are so many stories out there of, of actual individuals who've gone through so much and really changed because of it. And their psychology has been affected by it. Uh, what I wanted to stay away from is this super fluffy, uh, happy-go-lucky thing that we see a lot in, in anime in general, uh, but, but kind of bring a, a little bit of a darker turn to it. So if you've ever seen or read uh, Death Note, that was a huge inspiration for me. Uh, and a lot of darker... Uh, manga like that even hunter x hunter has a dark undertone that you don't really notice on the surface but when you look at the uh the main character gone uh his psychology is really terrifying <laughs> if you if you really look at it and so yeah, what yeah. i wanted to do yeah what i wanted to do was really bring in uh what what can affect someone uh in their experiences uh, especially if uh, they start out in a poor place uh, and and not necessarily have uh, it turn out well in the end, but in a in a kind of a unique way uh, where I can't really give away too much of this. Uh, but, <laughs> but basically, there are a, there are several huge twists uh, that are going to be completely mind blowing and, and flipping the story on its head. Uh, throughout the throughout the story, and and that's what I'm really excited for. Yeah, so so the, the recent one, you know, um, that I like, um, it was uh, solo leveling. Um, that was one of the mangas that I really like. So, in in terms of you talk about dark, is it more towards uh, your manga is more towards like fighting, more towards the lore, or like a spice of life? Which kind of direction are you heading? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, basically. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with uh, anime, you can kind of uh, group shonen, which is like bent for uh, male teenagers kind of thing, and I always forget this, the the second one up to uh, young adults. Uh, but basically, it's geared a little bit towards uh, young adults. Uh, it's very much uh, influenced by a lot of horror genres uh, and a lot of psychological thrillers. Um, and there is going to be that typical shonen uh, aspect of fighting. Uh, basically, let me go over the premise of, of the, the the summer of, of it. So the the animation that you just saw on our Twitter account uh, that is Sota speaking, and his sister, which is the female uh, little girl in that animation, uh, is 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 with him. They're basically thrown into the streets of an up, up and coming city in Japan called Rukumo City. Uh, only to discover that the city and the world around them isn't really quite what it seems. Uh, so there's this underground war that's about to break free, and they, they essentially find themselves uh, becoming key figures in what might be the end of mankind. And and that's where we really start to twist things up, where uh, we want to bring them into this school that it seems apparent or uh, seems like it has good intentions, uh, but everyone has their own psychological view on what is happening and uh, and their own goals and, and so on. So they're really trying to influence these children uh, in ways that uh, could benefit them. Uh, they could benefit a specific race or could benefit 
Uh, and by race, I mean like a species. Uh, there's three different species in there. Uh, and and really take it in a a different and unique perspective. Yeah. So one thing that I'm going to comment, you, you talk about the little sister. I think that um, the name is called Amy, right? So when when you know um you 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 guys display the the character's teeth one thing i i talked about is tokyo go so it, are, are you guys going towards that that kind of like uh, the gore bloody kind of stuff or is it more that, towards the light stuff <laughs> yeah no um it is it is very much uh, heading towards the whole uh, the dark genres of anime and that and tokyo go is definitely one of the influences there uh, in fact, if you check some of the uh, the uh, if you're in the Discord, you'll see a few manga updates that we do uh, with like little snippets of parts of pages. And the uh, the very the most recent one is of Sota's transformation kind of thing, uh, and that's very much uh, influenced by by Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. So I'm when you hear me. Asking all the questions, you already know that I'm a huge manga manga fan. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> definitely, I'm I'm getting I'm getting pretty excited of this. So let's talk about your NFT. Yeah. So far, the NFT that I see, it's all you know, like uh, black and white coloring. So is is it going to be something like that, like movie collection, or is going to be like full color animated and any information on that? So if you're actually in the the Discord, uh, we do have sneak peeks, and uh, there's only. Uh, I think there's actually only one that is black and white, and it's just coincidence uh, coincidence that we have uh, that one also shown in the uh, the Twitter account. But uh, both, yes, there are full color. There's animated ones. Uh, all of the one of ones are animated by myself, uh, and based off of the art from our our uh, our artist for the NFTs. And and yeah, so everything's going to have color. Um, it is going to be uh, very. Uh, varied extensively uh, so we really tried to design it in a way where we didn't want the nfts to look like uh it was part of one thing necessarily like you'll you'll recognize it's from the same collection but they're unique enough that uh they they have their own presence to them i guess you could say uh so that's really what we wanted to to aim for yep so so when talking about your NFT, the characters, is it going to be like how you explain a few characters in the collection or is it going to be just the sole character first? Uh, sorry, can you, I'm not, too, quite, I'm not quite sure if I understand the question here. Uh, so um, in your NFT collection, is it only going to be one character or you have multiple characters? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we do have multiple characters. Uh, that's one, that's one of the, Things that we wanted to add to that to to make it feel like each one is unique to an ex- to an extent, uh, without it being something that's uh, obviously a one of one. Uh, so there is different characters. Uh, you're going to see a lot of references, but not direct references. You'll see like we've seen a lot of anime. Everyone has seen a lot of anime uh, NFTs around, and they have a tendency of making their own art style of a known character uh, from a series, and we trying to stay away from that as much as possible and gather some influence from those. So you'll see like a mech character, for example, but it's not going to be a Gundam. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So we didn't want to just basically uh, redraw someone else's work uh, necessarily into, um, into our own style. 
Uh, there is one in particular that is as close as it gets, <laughs> which is the most recent uh, sneak peek. Uh, but uh, but that's about as close as it gets to someone who's from another series. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that is a good question, and and it is one thing that we really tried to strive to make sure happened. Yeah, I think it's a good choice. If we look uh, if we look back at you know the PXN drop. There's a lot of fun after that, you know, whereby the ones on ones looks exactly like, you know, the anime characters and stuff. So yeah. once you steal away from it, you know, you don't have to do additional work. Like I mean, I know as an artist it's really stress whereby you already launch your collection and people complain about it and then you have to redo it again after the yeah, launch. Yeah. So it is pretty much hassle. So I I think that if you have your clear representation of how the art should look like and you get, you know, a little bit inspiration because we watch all, all types of anime and definitely you know what we see around us influence how we design as well so this is definitely a i mean a better step to go forward and talking about you know one of ones uh is, do do, they, do you have any you know um any alpha you can share if for example i hold a special one or super high rarity um are you thinking to tie it with you know uh utility of for example the ip for the manga and stuff like that Actually, that you're bringing up some really good questions. <laughs> so basically, uh, one of the one of the things that we did want to incorporate with uh, with the collection is that uh, we do have a select few, and that's like no more than five, um, and they're not necessarily one of ones. They're just uh, the fifth one to be minted, the fifty fifth one, the fifty five five five, and so on and so forth. Uh, the Atomic Fifty Five is the name is of the the manga. That's hence the fives. But basically. Um, those few uh, NFTs will actually be become a character in the series in the future. Uh, so we have no idea what they're going to look like. They could be a one of one. They could be the most mundane, <laughs> the mundane, like the yeah. lowest of the low rarity. But it could end up being uh, one of those uh, four or five uh, that actually become a character in the 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 uh, the series. Yeah, because when, when I was talking to you, I'm just picturing that this uh, project called uh, Jen- Jenkins the Writer. So what they do is, you know, like, for example, it's for BAYC people. And if you put up your BAYC and, you know, when they design the manga, they include your character in, you get some kinds of royalty. So I think this definitely, when we talk about NFT, we talk about, you know, IP, it definitely plays a huge role in the whole ecosystem. And People like, you know, to be involved in the community. Example, I'm minting your NFT and it actually is in a manga that, you know, overnight it explodes. And I see my characters is in the manga. It gets me excited. And because of that, I get some royalty. I think this is bringing back, you know, the really Web3 real world utility. And definitely holders can see benefit to that as well. Yeah, 100%. And that is one thing that we wanted to explore in the future. One one thing that we uh, can't really touch on too much right now, but uh, there is a, uh, a system in the works that we want to try to make sure that uh, not just those specific holders, but as uh, all of the original holders have some kind of benefit coming back to them uh, besides just uh, uh, free mints and so on and so forth, which are great. Uh, but we wanted to go beyond that, and that's as the uh, as a project progresses and uh, and develops even more. Uh, that's where you get to see more and more of those advantages. Yeah, like when we talk about you know uh, brand branding, uh, Web three identity, IP. 
if we look at look at for example big projects like Zuzo, um, it's all about pushing the IP. Um, for example, Azuki is all about pushing the IP. So I think you know with your ties because when I when I look at your your team, you say you guys are sponsored on like Amazon, Disney, Hulu. You guys have experience on that. Um, definitely you are able to push the whole uh, IP narrative, the branding narrative, and it can be actually one of the strong points for your whole project. Yeah, and that's exactly where Ample comes in. <laughs> Ample, if you want to. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Ample, you're, you're being quiet for far too long. Maybe you can tell me about, you know, um, like how, how do you get the sponsorships from like Amazon, Disney, and Hulu? And is it like you guys say that you are launching your manga on this kind of platform as well? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and that's actually a big. It is a. It is a big selling point that we've tried to push because, as much as we want to push this on Web three and we want to, you know, use Web three to decentralize, and we think that there's there's a lot of utility there and power to do that and to help the anime industry in general. Um, we also recognize that the majority of anime and manga font fans are still in Web two, right? So. <laughs> Um, so we want to have it in both places. So dropping it on Amazon, Comixology is really important for us, popularizing it on those places. Um, in terms of like where, where, I, where I come in with that is I have, you know, spent the last six years at Brain Trust, where I'm at now working with entertainment, hospitality clients, making media connections. So, you know, I have direct connections to Hulu, Crunchyroll, Amazon, just about any media company you can think of. I've also built a, a I mean, I can't go, it would take too long to explain, but it's <laughs> called a DSP DMP, uh, which is a, it's actually a MarTech stack that I've built that actually gives me direct access to these networks as well to place media, to buy media and things of that sort at a very discounted rate. So through a lot of my connections and relationships, as well as some of those platforms I've built and things like that, um, we're able to do that. So we are going to push it out on Amazon and Comixology. From there, we're going to run media on Crunchyroll, Hulu. And that's really aimed at everything's aimed at pushing the manga sales on Amazon, where we'd like to see it get to a bestseller as quickly as possible, which on Amazon is, is based on multiple variables at that time. What other similar titles are selling, how much, et cetera, et cetera. But in general, 1500 within a couple of days is probably going to get you there. Um, so everything that we're doing in terms of the marketing on Web2 is aimed at pushing that and popularizing the manga on Web2, really to bridge people over then to Web3. Um, so you'll see, you know, Hulu Crunchyroll is going to push towards that. We'll be running Amazon ads that are going to push towards that. And then we're going to leverage Web3 too, right? So we've got this big community that we've built up in Web3. And we're going to do some, you know, the, I can't say too much, but there'll be some special things we're going to do in Web3 that if you go and buy the manga, you know, you on, on Web 2, you might get something for like our next mint or something like that. So we really want to leverage both and bring them together. And a big part of that for us, too, is like we think that there's there's, you know, I mean, what is it? There's like one point six million MetaMasks, I think. Right. Like it's a small it's such a small portion of people right now. And there's, you know, millions of manga fans and it's such a big industry. And it's like we this gives us an opportunity to bridge that and be able to bring people over and give them something they, they care about to actually look at. And like, if I, if I actually care, if these people actually have something they're interested in, like if they're big manga fans and they love this manga and then they're like, Oh, I can own a piece. I can have one of the characters. Like 
that's actually going to might give them the interest to be like, Hey, let me, let me actually learn about web three and NFTs and, and get a better understanding of this. So there'll be educational component as well as we kind of try and bring those two worlds together. Yeah. So if I'm hearing correctly, it means that for example, if I'm from web two and I just love the manga, I can directly go to Amazon and buy it. I don't have to mean the NFT. Am I right? Exactly. Yep. Cool, cool. So it's it's kind of a way of how you guys bridging, like for example, people who is not in crypto, but people who are constantly reading manga. Then that is one way that I can get, you know, bridge over to the NFT space. And there's also another one that if you already like manga, you already like anime, and you are already a degen, then you are able to just mean the mean the NFT and then get straight away the access to the manga. Yeah, exactly. And then with that, you know, there's there's a slew of other benefits that'll come. And there's there's going to be some things within Web3 with the manga that holding the NFT is going to give you access to that just going and buying it on Web2 won't, won't give you access to. So there'll definitely be some, yeah. again, can't say I, too I, much, I think... special editions, pages, things like that. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to dig as much alpha as possible uh, so, so that you know, I, I, I can get bullish on myself. Um, so definitely yeah I've been so so far you know I'm loving everything that I'm hearing Um, maybe would you like to share a little bit of your roadmap or you know what you guys aim to become in the web3 space yeah I'd love to Uh, I can speak on it and then if Arathon wants to 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 pipe anything in uh, feel free but yeah I mean I think you know initially the so we'll mint the PFP once we mint the PFP um, about Fairly quickly, maybe during, maybe immediately after, we're going to drop the manga on Amazon and Comixology. Shortly after that, we'll be minting the manga, so it'll drop basically on OpenSea. So anybody that holds the initial PFP will get a free manga mint. And then once they hold that manga and the PFP, uh, about 30 days after that, we're going to do an additional mint for a companion or a creature um, mint. And that's going to be... Anybody who holds uh, the PFP and the manga is going to get that for free. Uh, and what will happen is it will be a burn event, basically. So we're opposed to creating tokenomics that really don't have a purpose besides maybe buying whitelists on other, for other projects and trying to create this whole market. And I don't know. I mean, it works for a lot of people. It's great. I'm not saying anything bad against tokens for, for projects. But it's just when we looked at it, it was like, it, it seemed like it was just doing it to do it because that's what everybody do. So we went a little bit different. And our manga is actually the token itself that's creating the tokenomics in a sense because you'll burn that manga um, to get access to the next mint. So you have your PFP, you burn the manga, you get the creature. And then we drop chapter two if you hold the PFP and the creature, then you get to mint that for free. And then there'll be another burn event. So in essence, we're creating you know our own tokenomics where it will be deflationary. We're going to create, you know, uh, demand. We're going to cut supply by having the burn event and then create demand because you'll always be benefited for holding those mangas into another mint or into another benefit. So there's also going to be some special editions that maybe won't burn when you burn them uh, so that you don't have to hold multiple copies. But if there's a piece of alpha, definitely getting multiple copies of the manga could be helpful. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and within that also... Oh, we lost you. Yeah? I think we lost... Uh, yeah, Amp. yeah. Uh, it lost Amper a little bit. Uh, maybe, Ariton, you can continue with it. Well, yeah, no, he actually covered pretty much uh, uh, a lot of the, the very beginning. 
Um, I have nope. a habit of giving go. way too much information. There we go. Oh, there we go. Um, Perfect. Uh, <laughs> and he, he saved me from doing so. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I got a I got a phone call, and it like immediately rugs me when I get a phone call. Um, I forgot to put it. Yeah, on, yeah. Because faces <laughs> is only on the phone. Right? Yeah, it's it's annoying. Um, so uh, where was I? Uh, oh, uh, along with that, there'll also be some uh, um, some immediate rewards holders in the form of uh like an a discord gamification where you can win whitelists and eth and things like that and that's really just kind of a side benefit that we want to we really want people to stay engaged with the project and have something always going for them we don't ever want somebody just sitting there waiting for us to to release something or build something we want something always happening something always for them to benefit from and to make it easy we don't want some big confusing thing and where gamification you have to spend all kinds of time and do like, we want it to be simple. If you're in the community, you'll hold the project. We're going to make it simple for you to, you know, take that next step and get additional value out of it. And then long, long term, going into phase two, um, you know, we'll start looking at, you know, there'll be additional chapters dropped. And then we'll start looking at an animated series. And within all of that, um, there's also the thing that Arithan likes to probably drop too much alpha on or talk about too much is, <laughs> is this, this hub that, that is, is in, in the makings, um, that is, is, you know, something that really is aimed at bringing together artists, uh, fans, as well as projects and trying to create a really sustainable base for anime and manga as a revenue source and a vertical within the web three space. Yeah, I, I think one thing I like what I'm hearing is the burning mechanism. Definitely, you know, this is able to give us, you know, um, people tend to want to do more things with the NFT, right? So by, by creating this burning mechanism, I think, you know, with the NFT, you know, uh, either you stake it or you burn it, there's something to do with it. And it's always fun or, you know, always... Uh, you can communicate with your committee member when you're doing the events of burning and stuff like that and it gets the, the chatters going. And also one thing that I've I've thought of is that, you know, I'm, I'm looking back at, you know, any NFT projects or any anime meta projects that wanting to do a manga. Uh, so far, we've seen, I, I think I would, so I would clearly say that in, in the space right now, there's not much of projects that actually have a successful manga. So this is whereby... I think it's really a good opportunity for you guys. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of where we've seen a gap. And that's why we wanted to have the manga done before we minted is because I feel like I've seen a lot of promises for mangas and say like mint this and then we're going to create a manga. Um, so we didn't want people to get that same feeling like, oh, another one, right? We wanted to show like, hey, we, we've got the artist, we've got the chops, we've got the story, like this is, this is real. Um, come be a part of it. Yeah. So let's just now let's now open up to the listeners. If you guys have any questions, um, just raise your hand or sit on request, and I will put you up on the stage. Any of you guys who will want to, you know, directly speak to the founder, interested or have any questions for the projects, just uh, click on request, and I will push you up as a speaker. Sounds like we did a very good job explaining. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I love, by the way, man, I love that you asked all those those manga questions. Like, it's, it's really cool to get on with a, 
uh, somebody, a host that like is, is really loves manga and can get yeah. into those questions. <laughs> we um, get a few. So we appreciate yeah, we that. Def- we definitely get a few. <laughs> yeah, where definitely. They, they have no you idea know, what you know why. Is. You know why? Because I, I'm when I'm interviewing you guys, I'm just thinking, you know, which where are the times that an NFT actually launches, and then I'm able to read like you know not just like one two pages, but like a, a real chapter, like sixty hundred pages, uh, kinds of thing. And I, I'm looking back all of the you know all of the degen means of the anime means that I did. You know, most of them only I'm able to read like maybe three four pages, and that's it. So. I'm looking at the gap here and I'm thinking if you guys launch it, you know, after me just launched like 60 pages, instantly you guys already win the market by half because there's, there's no project. <laughs> if, 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 if you take a look at, you know, any anime projects that they promise to do manga, I think it's only like five to 10 pages at most. And I don't yeah. even get the full story. I only read like halfway and then to wait for the next collection uh, because of the bear come, there's no second second chapter and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so the, the more I'm talking to you, the more I just want to know like, you know, how, how you're able to monetize it. For example, not just dropping in Web3 free for the holders and that's it. But actually marketing it in... When you say Crunchyroll, bro, I'm already sold. I, I used to I use Crunchyrolls to watch all my Naruto, One Piece and stuff like that. So when you say you are uh, Crunchyrolls able to roll out your manga, definitely that's a big plus point. Yeah, well, and a lot of people don't even know that Crunchyroll has like their a manga section too. They don't just do anime, uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, we we can easily well uh, Ample already has ties with uh, with Crunchyroll as well. Uh, so it's it's very easy for us to access all of those major networks and be able to really spread this story at that point. Uh, and the the other thing that uh, I personally haven't read uh, any of the NFT mangas that are out, uh, but it is kind of funny that you mentioned that they only have like ten pages or what have you, because when it comes to an actual manga, uh, twenty pages is the short end, and the first chapter is usually a double feature so like at least 40 uh so we were actually uh almost not really upset but like uh wanting to do more pages than just 60 <laughs> yeah yeah but i i i think definitely that's a good good twist in terms of um your your designing skills your you know uh, knowledge or experience in the in the anime manga and then collab you know together working with ample i think this combination is really good and you know you guys can each leverage because when ample say he's a digital marketer i mean my background is as a digital marketer definitely you can sell whatever's in front of you right so that that is a really good mix <laughs> to it yeah buddy all right i got a brother in arms over here <laughs> yeah so i i think um today's uh space pre- pretty much i i get the good gist of what you guys are doing and you know um do you guys already have a targeted launch date uh i mean i mean tentatively we're looking at like september mid-september uh but that's tentative so okay Great. So once again, all the best to you guys. Um, guys, if you love this space, remember to hit that notification button so you won't miss the next episode. Thank you so thank you so much, Emperor Everton, for your time, and I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, thank you for having. Great question. Yeah, again. thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Bye, guys. Enjoying the podcast. 
Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow. All Things Rainbow.